0: Keys, 4 Premier guitar, hanging out in Nashville, Tennessee, at Marathon Music Works today with Will Swan of Dance Gavin Dance.
1: What's Will, up, Will? How you doing? I'm great. I'm great.
0: Man, it's so good to talk gear with you because you are a gearhead. I know you got—you've had pedal boards. There's worries of you maybe having two pedal boards. We looked already. You got a rack. Yeah. You got guitars. Now you're a signature artist at Kiesel. Tell me about that because you know I've seen you play Gibsons, yeah. Flying Vs, Les Pauls, Strats, Strat Styles, even an Electra. Uh, Old Electra. I did, yeah. How did all that come to be now a Giesel artist with this one kind of having a stratty influence?
1: Um, I like jumping around to different styles of guitars. Um, I, you know, kind of came up loving Gibson and Fender and liking to experiment with other things. So Mm -hmm. it actually was. I was opposed to signing to any kind of company because I thought, oh, you know, then I'll be tied down to that. And I can't play something else if I, you know, get the feeling to. But um, I met Jeff Kiesel and he, you know, took me to his factory, showed me all the different styles they do. I've played on a bunch of their guitars and they do so many things so well that I was like, all right, I mean, I can go to Kiesel and play all the styles I like and not have to compromise on tone or, Anything and still get what I want out of it. So um, Kiesel's just an awesome company, and I like that they're so flexible and they have so many different styles.
0: Well, and the thing about you know Kiesel for us, you know, mere mortals, we can customize any guitar through Kiesel to to our specs. So for someone like you, who's coming in as an artist with a name and notoriety, or not a notoriety, but you know, you carry a weight behind it. What are things that you asked Jeff to do, knowing that they can pull off a lot of different things?
1: Um, You know, I'm pretty basic, I just like a a nice, clean tone, and I don't like, as modern a pickups, I like kind of more vintage, um, lower gain pickups, kind of getting like a just classic rock tone and using modern heads and amplification to get the grit that I want, but I don't want too much distortion either because I want everyone to hear all the notes and have like complete clarity on what I do. So I like to find a balance between vintage low output pickups and heavy um, distortion on the head to get a kind of you know, perfect tone for what we do. And um, that's what I can achieve with Kiesel for sure. Like right now I'm rocking this guitar and I'm just obsessed with single coils right now. So- Yeah, give
0: me a little more of the ingredients on this one specifically.
1: Yeah, this is, um, this is my baby right now. Like (laughs) I have a couple of my signature guitars, which I fucking love. Oh wait, can I cuss? Absolutely, man. (laughs) But um, I just had to do the single coil on this tour So I pulled this guy out. Um, Jeff does this color himself. Nobody else at Kiesel actually knows how to do this. So, um, and it happens to be my favorite color that they offer. Um, Yeah, this guitar is the best um, single coil sound I've heard. I've used this to record our last two records now. And it just blows my old Fender out of the water. Like even our producer, I, I took my old Fender and this guitar and play it, I mean it's like "That Kiesel just sounds amazing. <laughs>
0: now, does this apply to all the other stuff that you do like on Blue Swan, you know, because you have so many different projects and outlets that you get creative with. Do you have gear that's specific to each thing or do you check the gear and apply it to everything?
1: It's kind of what I'm just feeling for the project at the time. Okay. So, like, um, there's no DGD and Royal Coda guitar or anything, it's just like, what am I feeling right now? And I probably should be rocking my signature, but I was just feeling the single coil, so that's what I've been doing. And it just has such a perfect tone with the head that I'm using right now. I think it's the best tone I've ever had.
0: Now, it's funny that, you know, you have a signature with Kiesel, but you're, you're using another guitar off, not necessarily off the rack, but you, it shows how much you do have faith in the company that you're not just yeah. a company guy using your own signature headstock, head, signature guitar yeah uh, so it's, you're actually using a guitar that you actually like more
1: yeah the shameless self-promoter in me tells me to use the signature but i'm i i just go for tone yeah you know? <laughs> and
0: before we maybe move on to another guitar just to talk real quickly about your signature uh what are the pickups in there is that kiesel kind of
1: yeah kiesel does all their own pickups okay. and that was something that i fell in love with like their pickups are kind of the perfect um version of what i want like this these pickups are just really classic really clean and i love just like a nice glassy clean and um on this tour i'm using a one or my head has multiple channels but i'm not using them i just switch volume by lowering it on here and going up to distortion by cranking it so um, i just like it it's it's amazing the clean tone you get just from lowering the volume on this guy it's so clean so awesome
0: now, we'll get there and visually and when we get up on stage, but I do see that you have a volume pedal. Is there a difference why you use the volume pedal and the volume on the guitar?
1: I only use the volume pedal to mute myself while I'm tuning between songs. Okay. Um, but yeah, for playing, it's just rolling and like, rolling it up and down. So yeah, it, it's kind of fun too, because it creates another aspect live where it's like you gotta got dial the roll perfectly. And yeah. then when I come into the part, I'm like, all right, that's that's good. Or sometimes it's a little too distorted, and you gotta, you know, adjust it. It, I don't know, it just adds it makes a it little, real. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And
0: before we look at the the Les Paul style Kiesel you got here with your signature, is what strings and tuning are you typically playing on this run?
1: Um, I'm a pretty basic standard guy. Okay. Like I've always liked just standard tuning, and sometimes I'll do drop D. But um, I th- I think you could create pr- pretty much any sound and and style you want with standard. And yeah. I know a lot of people in our genre use like drop and seven string, but I, I just like to use the classic standard. And I've always been a D'Addario XL string guy. Okay. Um, and I have tried all the strings, like, but just D'Addario's, they last the whole show. Some other strings, they'll be dead three, four songs in. Yeah. And just the um, the pop and the brightness of them is exactly what I'm looking for.
0: Well, if you don't mind, I will grab your uh, signature and then you can kind of just tell us about it real quick. Because we do want to give Jeff that equal love.
1: Oh, yeah. This is a newer um, signature that <laughs> love Jeff the sent Light, me. The and, Yeah, I, I love this guy. This is an amazing guitar. This is the other one um, I was thinking of using for this tour. Um, and then I also have uh, the original signature. <sighs> that Jeff made for me and this is also a beauty. Um and you can see it's got that same color yeah that I request all the time. (laughs) I'm actually allowed quite a few guitars but I haven't requested them because when I get one it's so good that I just play the shit out of it. (laughs) It's awesome.
0: Now before we move up on stage Will I'm curious did you approach Kiesel or did Jeff and Kiesel approach you about working together?
1: You know we kind of met in passing we were on tour with and maya okay and we were near kiesel's um, factory so jeff came out and i talked to him at the show he had some guitars um and he was just like try this one out see if you like it and i was really impressed so that kind of started our conversations and i ended up flying down there and the factory was awesome it was just really cool to meet everyone and it's such a tight-knit team yeah. too, you know, like. Family business. Yeah, yeah, you have direct um, interaction with the owner and I just love the way they run everything. Like, it's really cool to have that kind of access and, um, the quality control that they have is amazing.
0: Well, it's a hell of a business card to show up with a guitar and be like, hey, play it, try it out. So, you know, worked out for Jeff and you guys. So, yeah. congrats on the signature model and the you know the guitars that are coming out of Kiesel with your name on them, man.
1: Oh, thank you, thank Let's, you. Let's uh,
0: get on stage and check out the rest of your gear. Let's do it. All right, well, we're on stage and uh, I don't want to call you out, but I remember at one point seeing a quote that says you had found the ultimate amp in the Orange RockerVerb 100. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so this is an Orange or a RockerVerb Talk to me about the Freeman and why it's in here.
1: Um, I used the Orange Rocker Verb for so long, but mine was a little different because uh, it was the first generation uh-huh. and the transistors went out on it really quickly. Okay. And I took it to a local place in SAC and they put some like really heavy old transistors in it that were amazing. Yeah. And it just has its own tone. and. Even when I went to record, our producer was like, I'm not really a big fan of how these record. And then we hook it up and he's like, this doesn't sound like any orange I've ever used. <laughs> so I used that for a lot of my career, but uh, that has just been through so much. I was looking for a replacement cause I didn't want to end up frying it out on tour. Yeah. So that's kind of at home. It's just my legend, gotcha. you know? Uh, but I started looking around and came across Friedman uh-huh. and Um, Actually our producer introduced me to them because he's always looking for good amps to record with and I just fell in love with it like it's so versatile and it's got that like Marshall kind of crunch but also has its own kind of sound to it too and can drive a little harder um, than like a vintage Marshall. so it's like a, a perfect modern version of a vintage Marshall amp, in my opinion. Gotcha. And yeah, this small box is just perfect. Like the distortion is amazing because it's so clear. Like I like people to hear every note. Yeah. Some distortions, especially for like metal and stuff, gets so heavy. Yeah. And so just touch and it's like um, And I like kind of having that classic rock tone to yeah. where you hear everything. And this just achieves that. And then when you dial it down, you just get the like really nice cleans. Um, So it does both of the things I need it to do. Give me the heavy drive and give me like the crystal clean. Um, And those are both the tones that I'm going for.
0: Gotcha. Now talk to me about the amp, or the cabinet, sorry. What's in here for speakers and how does it sound compared to like the I know that you had the Marshall that you used for a while with the black back, black backs, which I've never yeah. heard of the speaker. That I guess I'm always used to hearing creambacks or greenbacks.
1: Yeah, the blackbacks, they, I think they made them in just like a, a certain time in the '70s or '80s. Okay. and I got a really old cab that I tracked down with some original blackbacks, and it's pretty awesome. I also have another Marshall cab um, that I used to tour with a lot that had the. Um, the good Greenback Reissues, um, and those were cool, but this one has vintage 30s, okay. which is also a great amp. I'm kind of a Celestian guy. Like if it's, it's either Greenbacks or vintage 30s for me. Okay. Um, and that's all I've ever used. Okay. So those are the tones I go for. And the vintage 30s just mix so well with the Freedmen. And over the years, I've realized you don't need to blow the audience out of the water. Like, Because I had a 100 watt amp and I was using a 412 yeah. and it was just, you know, <laughs> and the uh, our sound guys were always like, I, you know, I need to get a mix. Live you at get, Leeds, baby. Yeah, you're getting so much <laughs> stage volume. So now with like a 50 watt head and the 212s, I'm still getting a lot of volume and projection, but it's not overkill and they can still get a good mix yeah. and I'm still getting what I want.
0: Well, right on, let's dive into your pedals. You got a ground control here as we go through and we'll see photos of everything you're using. So before we do move into the pedals, maybe give the audience a, a taste of like what you're talking about in your, the two settings that you kind of roll with, with the, the heavy classic rock, hard rock. And oh the clean yeah. And yeah, then we'll cause
1: I like, like on some songs it's heavy, but you know, really fast. And I want every note to be heard. Like on Chucky it's.
0: enough notes you don't want them to get out there where you're not hearing them because you know no free notes you need to everyone needs to hear exactly (laughs) I want every
1: note to pop but then you dial it down and you get the note. you know crystal clean yeah yeah so it's it's amazing I I just love this head and I'm probably not gonna switch from this for the next 10 years right on
0: (laughs) I think a good place to start will be it's in slot one. Is that your use of the SY300 is so you know yeah. invigorating and, and, and inspirational in a way? So tell me about how you use it and where at in a song or a band, or, you know in the set list.
1: I love synth pedals. I'm always looking for a good synth pedal, yeah. and yeah, when I found the SY300, it blew my mind. Like I've been using it on every record for like the last four records, and I'm a kind of guy who like tries to not reuse stuff too much but I just can't stop going back to that pedal because it's got so much to offer. So I try to use new effects, but it's uh, something I just have to have to have. Um, Let's hear it or how you're using it. So yeah, like I use it at the beginning of Inspire the Liars on this set. sounds like a synth yes. and I really like when people hear new DJ Dan are like oh wow I like that keyboard part or something it's like nope <laughs> there's no keyboard in this band it's nope. always guitar so has that
0: ever been a thought to add another member and do keyboards or that's your <sighs> not point?
1: really like I have done a little bit of background like uh, synth stuff here and there but it, it's rare but I do like to do that myself. Okay. I, I like messing around with um, synths and, and, like even computer synth yeah. and stuff at home. Like I record uh, in my studio at home on Logic and I'm always buying new plugins and synths and things and kind of messing around with them. And it kind of gives me ideas even on what to do when I'm writing on guitar. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just never ending exploration.
0: The two parts of your brain kind of work together and kind of keep making the music go forward.
1: Yeah, with yeah, new ideas. yeah, exactly. I don't I, I'm always trying to find new pedals, new sounds, uh new bands, just new inspiration to, to pull off of cause I don't want to get stale. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. Well, let's keep moving along. You just walk me through what you got and how you use it.
1: All right. Yeah. I really, really also like the boss, um I mean the even Tide pitch factor. Okay. Yeah. The even Tide pitch factor is, Really versatile too. Uh, That was a pedal I came across uh, I think around instant gratification and I'm still using that one too. Um, I use it at the beginning of Prisoner. And it does a lot. I mean, that, that pedal's got a ton of programmability and you could spend years creating effects on it. So, um, yeah, I I like deep pedals like that even though I don't read the manuals. I kind (laughs) of just mess around and I'm like, that's good. You know, I don't need to understand it, it just has to sound cool.
0: Yeah, that's part of the fun though, getting on the floor and kind of twisting knobs.
1: Yeah, yeah, for me I feel like that's a part of even writing and exploration because I'm self-taught, I don't really know Um, music theory or anything like that so when I'm writing I don't know what things are gonna sound like I'm just messing around seeing what I like yeah and then if I come across a riff that I'm dig it's like okay that's cool so I got that let's move to the next part so yeah I think even with my way that I explore pedals it's like I don't quite know what's gonna happen but if I come across something that I like just use it and don't question it
0: yeah ear candy man do you like it you like it yeah all right. So we got that. What's what else are you working with?
1: All right. Let's see. Um, for delay, it's it's been tough cause I started out like in the digitals and now I'm pretty much all analog. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been using the L Cap as my main delay for a while and even pumping the reverb on that a little bit too, just to give it a kind of cool sound. Yeah. Um, Strymon's a really awesome company. Um, other than that, I'm using an EBXR um, Carbon copy. Carbon copy yeah. for the. I really like the um, the button on it that kind of gives it a little different sound. Yeah,
0: the, I think it's like a mod modulation. Yeah, button. yeah, yeah, and
1: that makes the pedal for me. So that made its way into my um, my setup. I have a couple of synths. I've got this. Uh... Now, so, how would you how would uh, you
0: describe that sound to someone?
1: Oh, that, that's tough, yeah. <laughs> it's like it could be, you know, it's kind of like a cool fart, you know? <laughs> um, I wish I
0: could make cool farts, make my fiance happy. <laughs> what else you got? You got a flute here.
1: Yeah, this is the C9. Um, it's an electro pedal that I came across that I love. I bought all the C's. Uh, I think there's like four of them yeah. now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I use this on Son um, of Robot. <laughs> Kind of kind of fluty, you know yeah
0: <laughs> if, if, if nothing else, if it's not fluty, it's at least cool.
1: yeah, Different. yeah, I, I like that one a lot. Um, see the synth nine is another another nine pedal from electroharmonics yeah. um, and I use this in headhunter. <laughs> Of dreamy, yeah. you know, I, I really like those sounds that just kind of take it far away from what a guitar normally sounds like, yeah. um, and I like to m- mix that with, you know, guitar licks and have a cool balance of interesting sounds and interesting um, parts, you know, so uh, for me, I, I need both.
0: It's kind of going back to you not being schooled or trained in the instrument that you come at it with a different and open perspective where you don't kind of have any rules.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm just, you know, I'm Just look for something cool and if it works, it works. And yeah. I don't like to think about it too hard, you know. And I'm, I'm not somebody who even goes and writes a song and then keeps working on it and keeps perfecting it. Like, I write a part, if I like it, I like it. Yeah. And then I'll move on to the next part and that part's the part, you know. Like yeah. I don't generally go over and Change my stuff because um, that would just slow down my creative process. Yeah. I, I mean, I know p- people who write amazing music and go through and revise it and revise and come up with something awesome. But for me, it's just got to be like bam, bam, bam. And that's just how I work.
0: So there's no DGD, uh, like, super box set release of like 18 outtakes of these songs coming out someday. Like, you don't know, have oh, alternative no. versions
1: <laughs> of these. <laughs> No, no way.
0: Well, I see a Grand Orbiter on there, on your uh, taped board. What do you, how do you use that?
1: Um, That is my favorite phaser that I've found in a long time. Uh, I use it for uh, a couple parts in, uh, for lemon meringue tie. And um, let's see. And nothing shameful, I use it for the chorusly Just and
0: subtle too, it's not like over the top. You yeah, yeah. You can hear it start to whoosh as the notes decay.
1: Yeah, it's, it's there, but it's not overwhelming. And yeah. yeah, the guitar tone's still coming out, but creating just kind of a cool... Movement. Yeah, mixed with that.
0: Now uh, I see a whammy, and I saw it in the rack when we were before we started filming. How are you using that? Because you know it's a foot pedal, so is yeah. it just a fixed position, and you just go with that one? setting?
1: I do. Yeah, I don't use the whammy part. I use the o- octave okay. uh, setting, and that is in um, "We Own the Night" in a, in the bridge, and it sounds like this. <laughs>
0: now, uh, do you have so? Just to be clear, any of the drive and you know what people are hearing, dirt-wise, you don't have any pedals pushing the amp, or do you? No, no, so I've never
1: been a distortion pedal guy. Okay. I like just the amp. Yeah, there's no. Um, I, I don't have any kind of rack up for uh, any kind of mods or it's just amp. Okay. Pedals. Volume control. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I like to go bare bones with my setup. Like if the base equipment isn't good enough, then get better base equipment, rather than getting all this other stuff to yeah. try and create whatever. That, at least that's what worked for me.
0: Well, I, I think we've gone through everything on the board here, and I have, I'll leave you with this question, because you just kind of talked about it, was that you don't like to bring anything extra. Have you ever thought about going Kemper Axe Effects? considering you have a somewhat pretty expansive setup with the rack of three petal, or th- three drawers of pedals? Have you ever thought about f- modeling?
1: not for live or recording, because I feel like I'm just kind of a purist and wanting the real tube sound. Um, I do have a Kemper, but I just use it for home demoing, because it's easy and it sounds good. Um, But I I wouldn't use it live. Not that I have anything against Kemper, because I think they're great, but I am just love having a real amp, and um, I don't even want wireless. I'm just like, use the old school method.
0: Well, thank you so much, Will, for talking to us and hanging out and showing us all the cool sounds you create with your pedals and stuff, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Hey, everyone out there, stay safe, uh, keep rocking, and we'll see you soon.